coming up in this episode. 87 people burned to death in the Happy oh. Land Club. That's a lot of people, That's isn't it? Fucking lot of people. He's done like a serial killer's job in like one one night. Yeah. So he's believed to have murdered between ten and sixteen people over a period of nearly twenty years. It's still out there. Yeah, it's not been caught. Crime rate in New York. Yeah, I was yeah. like, fuck. Okay, uh, that's quite scary. Got low self Saved. He didn't save anyone. You're a piece of shit. Yeah. There's lots of people who go through stuff, and it's like they're okay. They go through. Yeah. It. They don't turn out. We like to like figure out why. It doesn't matter what and you've done it. So yeah. We don't really care. I'm not even going to give you the time. Yeah, don't day give an excuse. Yeah, yeah. Don't always give an excuse. His first chance for parole. It's 2,194. Oh. 21.94. He's oh. never getting out. These all these all New York. All of these are in New York. Fucking hell. And these were cherry picked. There are fucking hundreds of them. doing it's my week and i've just got back from new york don't know if you can tell if you're watching i'm wearing a new york's knicks uh shirt that i got from the uh store in madison square garden sent me back 85 dollars bit steep but the jet the vests were 140 i was like fucking hell good lord their jerseys are expensive aren't they fucking well expensive (laughs) actually and they're literally less material yeah and we might as well get into actually the madison square guy because i won't lie that was the fucking highlight i saw nicks versus miami heat right got up to the bar beforehand i thought i'll have a can of strong bow nice how much do you think i bought it because I didn't want to look like I'm full. I'm going to go... How much? I'm honestly surprised they even had strong. I'm going to go $12. $18.50? I'll go $15. $17. Oh, Just below your shit. I was like... Wait, what? But the crazy thing was, they had these awesome, like, cups with, like, a, a sippy... It's almost like a sippy cup thing with, like, nicks all over it and stuff. It was, like, $11 unlimited refills yeah, on sodas. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, why is a can of cider yeah. $17? Import. But, yeah... Yeah, of course. That's like Cadbury's um, out there is like yeah, astronomical. Yeah, yeah. Cadbury's is good. So that's about 14 quid, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. For a can. For a can. Yeah, yeah, How yeah. big's a can? Just a regular, like the like the dark fruits we've got outside. Fuck 14 yeah. quid. Yeah. 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 But don't get me wrong, took nothing away from the night. Oh, my God. You you've, you watched Lakers, so didn't you? Good. Live that's It's unbelievable, isn't it? It's fucking unreal. Yeah. The screen, the, the TV screen doesn't do it justice. Do it justice. It yeah. is... I remember watching it thinking, like, this is madness. Like, yeah. What, uh, what's that fucking thing called uh, with the cartoon characters? that? Oh, uh, with, Space Jam. Space Jam. Yeah. Like, I remember I was watching it and I was like, this is actually like, I feel like I'm watching like the <laughs> yeah. giants running. Yeah. They're fast. Oh, they're Mate, monsters. They're, they're monsters, but they're Six so fast. Nine. And obviously they're Agile, like yeah. their fucking, um, yeah, their fitness and stuff is unreal. And it's yeah. just. Because it's literally, it's just, it's shuttle runs. One end yeah. to the other. Boom, 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 boom. The smaller court it's, in it, because I think if you watch football matches. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's quite spread out, so like, they all seem quite little, but. Yeah. yeah. But and yeah, I, I don't know if you've ever played like indoor football, but yeah. you get knackered yeah. Yeah. So, quick, so quick. And yeah. it's just like that, but obviously 
Next on level. fucking steroids. Yeah, it's madness. Yeah. It's just, I remember watching it just thinking, these guys are just insane. Yeah. yeah. It, oh, man. It was, and, it and was the absolutely band, immense. The fans is so fucking sick, isn't it? Yeah. Hell, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, just, it's just relentless. Like, whenever they score a three-pointer, which is every other minute pretty much. Yeah. It's like someone's just whipped an insane top bins goal. Yeah. Like yeah. everyone just fucking erupts. And even when, when they're then defending, like everyone's like, defense, defense. Like it's so fucking cool. But what got me was the Knicks fans and the Heat fans, they were all mixed throughout the stadium. And it was just like, they were just like bantering each other. Whereas obviously if you go to a football game, like if you went to like Millwall, Chelsea and mixed them, They'd just be like, death, the death yeah. count would be yeah. massive. Just be like, but you wouldn't even need the cameras on the pitch, would you? <laughs> yeah, no, it just, it just was the, that, that, was, that was really cool that everyone was, it was really nice. But yeah, it was just fucking immense. And there was some celebrities there. It was really cool. We nice. had uh, Adrian Brody, you know, from like uh, King Kong and all that sort of stuff. Oh, yeah. And fucking Aragon. King of Gondor, oh, fucking nice. Lord of the Rings. I was like, what? Yeah. No they front, they front row. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so that, that was that was that was really cool. But yeah, and then like even when they like do timeouts and stuff, like when you think okay, it's now going to chill down, they'll have like cheerleaders or a dance troupe or yeah. something like run out from the side. It's twenty four, well, not twenty four seven, but constant yeah. entertainment. Yeah. It doesn't stop. And like they had uh, when the first quarter ended, all of a sudden that they were throwing from the top of the stadium um, Dunkin' Donuts vouchers with little parachutes on. So oh, they were just like cool. fucking these vouchers parachuting down. It was honestly, it sounds yeah. epic, mate. Fucking yeah. oh, absolutely they immense. Did, they do this thing. I don't know if they did it when I, uh, your thing, but when I watched the Lakers at halftime, there's like a, one of the people from the crowd come on and they have to throw it from the halfway line. Yeah, like yeah, the yeah. Ball, And if it goes in, they get like a car or something. Yeah. I, no, I think they get like fifty thousand dollars or oh, something. Nice. Yeah. And the nice. and the guy, the one that I went and watched, he fucking got it in. No. It was madness. Oh, yeah. I was man. just like, that, yeah, the guy actually got got it in the fucking. Fair, but that's yeah. a fucking shot and half. Yeah. It? yeah. It's like crazy. But, yeah. Um, that's so sick. They they did something similar where they had like, like buckets and there's like 250 dollars a bucket and there's like five of them and if he got five of them he could then go for the halfway oh, and i think yeah. he'd then get like 15 grand but um but yeah that was it was just it was absolutely immense yeah, i did a helicopter tour uh down the cool. hudson that was really cool although it was choppy like i, oh, I was it? like oh my what, god um, i'm gonna die I, here what helicopter you, like do you know how big it was or what uh it was a six seater in the back two in the front okay uh i've got a picture i'll show you afterwards yeah, um but yeah, just stuff like that. Oh, by the way, guys, I forgot to mention, we are doing Killers of New York today. Sorry, we will get to that. Um, but yeah, I just thought... The backstory of New York. <laughs> yeah, because uh, that was one of the things. Like, just when we went back to the hotel at night, stuck on like the local TV channels or whatever, the local news. Oh yeah, shit. Yeah. The down. crime rate in New York, yeah, I was yeah. like, fuck, okay. Uh, that's quite scary. But um, so yeah, so I thought, ah, do you know what? I've been to New York, I'll do Killers of New York. But before I do, I got you guys something oh, each oh, yeah. uh, and i thought you know legend. what i'll base it on like obviously america slash what you guys are into uh so let's let's have a little look so i found all these in different places so i'll start with you jim so i was in hard rock cafe nice and i was like what do i what do i get jim i don't and then i and then i saw this right and there's no i could give you a million guesses and you'd never get it so i got oh god i got you this Oh, nice. Uh, it's a pop Funko. Uh, if you can read out 
What pop Funko? Unbelievable. Fucking brilliant. What, it just popped it was, up? Mate, it was in the Hard Rock Cafe. It's a Shania Twain pop Funko. That's amazing. That is. How niche is that? I was that like, I like can't not. one of the best gifts. <laughs> <laughs> Shania Twain. me much. That is fucking unreal. That is unreal. Me and Shania. She's still going. Love it, mate. Thank you so much. Oh, uh, you're welcome, mate. No, no problem. That is unbelievable. <laughs> Who so would have cool. thought it? Oh, a hard rock cafe. Rare. Uh, yeah. Mate. I'm like basically now a massive Shania Twain fan. <laughs> yeah. I actually He's like a shrine. Yeah. He's got a shrine. I don't mind some of yeah. the earlier songs. I mean, if anyone else wants to send any Shania Twain gifts in, just <laughs> crack on. Shania, if you want to come on the pod. Yeah, yeah I got I you mean, this. Wants to she rocks the hood. Is this bad boy? Thank you very much. Oh, it's got white. <laughs> it's got white. It's a Shania Twain pendant. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> It's a New, New York, York knife. Yes. Very dense. Swiss Army. Oh, Swiss fucking oh, okay. cool. Everything imaginable on there. A knife. <laughs> I did see just that, but I, I had to. I had to, oh, <laughs> I had to Google because I did see a hunting knife, but apparently I would have got arrested. Yeah. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah, so or it's just got open lots of different things on there. That's just cool. It's got like, yeah, Swiss Army knife. <laughs> Loads of different things on there. It's got a 22 Mate, caliber round. Love that. Thank you very much, bro. You're welcome. Nice. Now, Ben, I know that you like two things. You like coffee and you like mints. <sighs> Did he say mints? Mints. <laughs> or mints. like mints. Mints. Okay. Tin mints. of mints. He's always got He's a tin of mints, but I found one. That's like a tin of mints. <laughs> with, with Donald Trump saying, make America great again on the, on the tin. I love it. <laughs> He's a big fan. Well, because no, because he's been carrying, Ben's been carrying chewing gum around in like just a little, like see through plastic. A little bag. It just looked weird. <laughs> it, you looked like you were handing them out, you know, to children and stuff. But now you've got a nice Donald Trump. I've got your big New York mug. I like this. I love it. Amazing, thank you very much, Jordan. You're welcome, Thanks, mate. And uh, Loz, so with you, mate. We need I to thought... send him away more often. After <laughs> yeah. yeah. Dubai in two weeks, I'll be. But it's um, Loz. I've, I thought I'd with you. I thought, what sort of if Loz was American? Glock. Yeah. Yeah. What sort of American <laughs> would he be? So I got you this hat, mate. Which right. If you could read for the audience, would be amazing. <laughs> I found, actually I, spot on. I, I found right, this in a truck stop. Protect and defend the second. Yes. <laughs> With a gun on. Yes, I'm fucking putting this on. Oh, mate. And I, and I picked up a little something else. Lars would definitely have a Because I thought, do you know what? You'd be a redneck out there. And what do rednecks love? <laughs> they love dip. So I got you some chewing tobacco. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> that is amazing. Oh, Lars is going full redneck. I was hoping Where's you would. So I got you some oh, chewing tobacco you can, as well. You can use Ben's cup to spit into it. <laughs> <laughs> I have that no is idea. amazing. I'm, I literally feel American. I'll put it on. I feel like I could just. You I just, just saw it, and I was like, I saw that hat, and I was like, yeah, you'd go for that. And then I thought, what would complement that? And I was like, a bit of dip. You've literally just transformed. Yeah, I went. I went it. into making a, the podcast. Guys, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I went into a weed shop, and I was like, you got any dip? Like, I got some dip. <laughs> so I got some dip. Yeah. Also got a glass. Oh yeah, because of course, they, it's, yeah, they got weed shops out there. Yeah, right yeah, they're every they're on like every corner now. It's insane. Like the, the, every other person walked past just reeking of weed. It I love like, I love the warning on it. It's not a safe alternative to cigarettes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> safe, I think that's like, just raw the tobacco. safe alternative is cigarettes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The safe alternative yeah. is just oxygen, mate. What do they call it? A chew? Is it a chewy? You have, have, have a chewy? Is that what they call it? I'm not sure. 
Fuck no. They have it like down there, don't they? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Actually, even open yeah, it. Should we just like twist it or just take I'm the not stick? Not sure. Not okay, can open it. Do you want the national anthem for this? <laughs> yeah. yeah, please, mate. I remember working right? with like the US Army and uh, if you go around, I was like, why, why is so many of them? Like, especially like the Texas regiment. They're um, yeah, they all walk around. I was like, they got like, their lips, and they're, but they're just always chewing that shit. Really? All the time. Like, they're, oh, like, oh they're, yeah, they just stash it. They just stash it down there. That looks awful. Try a whiff of that, boy. Oh, smell. smell of smelling salts. Let's have a smell. Dan's gonna get some dip. <laughs> dip, yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> Your smell? <laughs> oh, it smells like tomato. You know, you've got your great, your great auntie who smokes eighty a day. Yeah. You go around your house to get a fiver. I'll, I'll just do a little bit, little, little bit of it. You gotta get a big chunk so you can get it in your in your bottom lip. Oh my. god. <laughs> God. Do they just leave it there? Yeah, just... yeah, and then they just they like spit it into a cup. I love the way that cigarettes are the quite health, a taste. healthy alternative to that. <laughs> Protect the second amendment. <laughs> <laughs> that didn't even look like acting, did it? That's just... <laughs> <That's> natural. Lozzy <laughs> 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 could transform. Yeah. Instantly. Oh, get a check and shout on this man. Oh mate. <laughs> We need to buy him a truck. Yeah. <laughs> we need to buy him a fucking big old... US of A Ford fucking Ranger. Yeah. I can't speak, though. Ford. <laughs> it's or a, Raptor. It's a man. fucking rank. <laughs> That's right, you'll get used to it. Yeah. <laughs> Give it to the end of the pod. Got, got to let the nicotine so you can... Oh, it. man. That's funny. Have, have you ever smoked last No. Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, and still... Point of day. <laughs> <laughs> You'll get used to it. Oh, it's all on your chin. Oh, God. It's all gone wrong. Is it really strong? It's quite. Yeah. Surely it just tastes like you're eating cigarettes. Pretty much. Yeah. That's pretty much what it is. Yeah, you're just eating cigarettes. Literally, imagine a cigarette cutting off and then the like emptied out. Yeah, you just eat it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's fucking funny, though. <laughs> oh, I mean, man. I've swallowed some, so we'll see. <laughs> I'd be all right, mate. Oh, man. But yeah, yeah so I went to America. <laughs> and it was good. The land of the free. So I thought, yeah, I thought what yeah. I'd do is I'd do an episode. We hadn't had a Killers episode in a while. No, they did. So, yeah, I thought I'd slap one in together. I'll tell you what we could start with, Ben. I sent you a link, and I, to... This is quite sober reading. Uh, the the crime rate historically in America, uh, and it's it's pretty fucking dire to be honest. Um, so they've had five murders in a week of the fourteenth to the twentieth. So the week before I arrived, five people um, were murdered. That's up twenty five percent on twenty twenty one weekly. That's just in New York. Okay, just no. in New York. Yeah, um, rapes, robberies, felony assaults, burglary. Is that felony assault? I don't know. Burglary. Uh, if you go down, I think, yeah, here we go. This is oh, crazy. Geez, so you got the yearly. I mean, Christ. 1990 was a hell of a place to be. Um, so calendar year of data, in 1990, 2,262 people were murdered in New York, which is crazy. For the whole Was this for the whole year? For the whole year, yeah, yeah, a uh, hundred thousand robberies in nineteen ninety. 
That's a lot. That is a lot. There's 30, there was 13,831 in 2021. So 10 times in 1990. The 90s was a hell of a hell of a decade. Right. Burglaries. What's the difference between a robbery and a burglary? I know, yeah, I was thinking <clears> that. I think... Because if you combine them, that's a I quarter think, of a million. I think a robbery is when you rob someone and a burglary is oh, when you go into someone's right. house. Yeah. So if you put it under stealing, there's a quarter of a million yeah. thefts in 1990 in one city. Fucking hell. Grand larceny. That is insane. But yeah, I thought that would just kind of set the tone. They didn't uh, have... A, they just didn't imagine... Have hate crimes in 1990. <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah. apparently not. Apparently not. That was a new edition. Yeah. Imagine if they all had, you know, the opportunity to bear arms. Would have, would all of those robberies happened? <laughs> they did, didn't they? <laughs> <laughs> Protect the Protect defense. The second. That's it. Fucking yeah, it's absolutely crazy. So I thought we'd just uh, throw up some stats just for a little taster because that blew my mind. Like I was watching the local news because <clears throat> we were debating whether to use the subway or not, rather than Ubers and that. Get a taste of the city a bit more. Mm. The week, so we got there on the Monday. The weekend before, five people were assaulted on the subway. The Monday we got there, one woman was nearly beaten to death with a crowbar by a homeless person. So we were like, I think we'll skip out, uh, skip out on the subway. But um, yeah, that is one thing that I kind of realised quite quickly when I was there. As much as I had a great time, it was like I don't quite feel as safe. Yeah. As I normally would, you well, know. Just gotta get drunk. When we did the subway, yeah, we, just... we were straight on the subway, weren't we? Yeah, but we you were... beat up that fucking uh, person with well, a crowbar. 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 <laughs> <laughs> so I thought they got guns here. Yeah. I'll get a crowbar. Get a crowbar. Yeah. If you can't beat him, join him. Yeah. You know what I mean, <laughs> can't beat him. Beat him. Yeah. That's it. But we were like I say, we didn't know what was going on. No, and, uh, yeah. me and Dan we went was, through like that's what we went. We was walk. We didn't realize that we was, but we were just walking through Brooklyn. Yeah, and I was oh, like. Nice. I yeah. checked on the phone. I was like, "Oh shit!" Like, <laughs> I don't know if this is. I know there's obviously nice neighbourhoods, bad neighbourhoods, whatever. But we yeah. didn't. We didn't know where. Let's we go and ask this big group of gangs. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they yeah. look like a nice bunch of chaps. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, lads. Oh dear. Yeah, we went into Brooklyn. Only dipped in. We went over the Brooklyn Bridge and then did a, did like a few blocks and then turned around. I got I got a uh, what are they called. Twinkie, Twinkie from Brooklyn. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Very nice. I also got from 7-Eleven one of them, like, giant Slurpees, but it's, like, in a fucking bucket. It was awesome. Oh, I I do, it was, like, giant, and it was $3.80. I was yeah. like... I do like their 7-Elevens, though. Yeah. They, they have these little, like, jalapeno hot dog things Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Stuff, on and the rollers like, and that. On the rollers. Yeah. What? They need to bring that to the yeah, UK, okay. the rollers. Yeah, 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 I like that. Yeah. Yeah, you get, like, Fresh like, hot like dogs. melted cheese... Um, I can't remember what they're there called. There you go, now. budgins. Yeah, that's, that's an exactly. idea for you. Yeah, co-op, get on it. That's it. Oh mate, if co-op did that, yeah, love and life. But yeah, you can get like little bits of hot food in that, can't you? Yeah, yeah. Seven yeah. Eleven are doing it right. Yeah, nah, for <laughs> sure. I don't want to go off tangent, but I'm getting. Go it's for like, it. When we, <laughs> but I'm gonna. Yeah, I'm getting. When we're in the hotel, uh, so we got off in the morning and we went down and uh, they got um, obviously for breakfast and that they have pancakes and shit. And uh, so James and I made some pancakes, and he's like, he's got this. Um, I can't remember. You thought it was some sort of like spray, didn't you? To I, uh, I no, I think I thought it was the the pancake mix. Yeah, pancake mix. Yeah, yeah. So it, was it, like was fucking, like, it was oil. It was the cleaner or <laughs> yeah, something. So he's yeah. like spraying it all in to put these in it. Was, oh, oh yeah. tasty! Oh, I was like. Oh. No. Yeah, it tastes <laughs> all right. I was like, Mate, these taste like oil. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm spraying them. Like, so funny. Uh, speaking of things that tasted awful, fucking uh, American 
uh, McDonald's chicken nuggets. What the fuck? Really? They nuggets? taste like shit. Like they taste like chemicals. It's fucking oh, really? awful. Yeah, the aftertaste in them. But then over in America, they can kind of do different things with the food, can't they? Oh, okay, like yeah. corn syrup is a they big thing. They didn't have Jamie Oliver on the case, did they? That's it. Probably have someone like Still me got in turkey the kitchen, twizzlers. Put the wrong mix. <laughs> yeah. 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 Chucking the oil. Oh, dear. Um, not to switch lanes too much, because we are kind of on the crime hype, because those fucking chicken nuggets were a fucking... A crime itself. A crime in itself, yeah. Uh, I want to talk about a few killers today, obviously, and I thought we'd start with an interesting one. It's called the Long Island Serial Killer. And what makes this interesting to me is <clears throat> you're still out there, aren't you? <laughs> Haven't been caught yet. <laughs> oh, if you're brilliant. watching, you're right. Don't kill us. Stay in New York. Um, so, yeah, he's, 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 he's called the Long Island Serial Killer, also referred to as Lisk. L-I-S-K. Oh, yeah. The Gilgo Beach Killer. And the Craigslist Ripper. Ooh. Yeah. Can we just, like, in future, going forward, anyone who comes up with a name, can we just decide on one? <laughs> on one, yeah. 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 Keep it clean, please. Also, as well, Craigslist, for anyone who doesn't know, is like their gum tree, isn't it? Yeah. 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 Craigslist. It just sounds like the anything. gum tree murderer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not got the same ring to yeah. it. It probably is. Yeah. But can, <laughs> can you get a prostitute on gum tree? Because you can on Craigslist, and that is how this man operates. Oh. Yeah, so like who's the next challenge? I'm glad, I'm glad you uh, added to that. <laughs> yeah. 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 Can, can, can you get? You can. Ask her for a friend. <laughs> how do I know? Oh. <laughs> I mean, Swanage got a talented centre mid, so yeah, that's true. <laughs> Off Gumtree, that's yeah. incredible. That's so funny. You could have been a serial killer. Uh, so he's believed to have murdered between ten and sixteen people over a period of nearly twenty years. It's been about. And to have disposed of their dismembered bodies in the areas of South Shore, Long Island, New York. Most of the known victims were sex workers who advertised on Craigslist. The victims' remains were found over a period of months in 2010 and 2011 after the disappearance of Shannon Gilbert. This girl is what blew it all open by accident. Uh, resulted in police search, searching the area of Ocean Parkway. Right, so they're looking for her body. They don't find her, but they find the remains of four victims oh, within like a hundred yards of each other. Oh, yeah, so it's obviously this dude's, you know, not not dumping ground, but you know what I mean? It's where yeah. he buries. It's where he yeah. gets rid of the bodies. Um, and yes, yeah, so the remains of four victims. They're the the Gilgo Four, which is also why this guy is known as the Gilgo Beach Killer. Uh, they were found within within X amount of distance between each other it, it, near the Gilgo Beach on December 2010. Six more sets of remains were found in March and April of 2011 in Suffolk County and Nassau County. Police believe the latter sets of remains predate the four bodies found in December 2010. So he's been doing this for a while. Gilbert's remains were found a year later after finding those four bodies, even though that's what they were there for. Uh, her cause of death still remains contested, so isn't actually technically um, a victim of this serial killer, but it blew this this case yeah. open. Uh, police claiming that it was accidental drowning, whilst an independent autopsy, however, determined possible strangulation, which is an MO of this serial killer. Um, so, yeah, it's it's pretty... Pretty heavy stuff. Uh, the first discovery of human remains was made by the side of Ocean Parkway in Oak Beach on December 11th, 2010. The investigation was prompted by the search for the search of Shannon, 
the 24-year-old sex worker who had disappeared in the area in May that year after fleeing from a client's home and making an emergency 911 call saying that someone was trying to kill her, but her her pleas were ignored. A month after her disappearance, the Suffolk County, Suffolk County uh, Police Department's Missing Persons Bureau asked Officer John Malia to search for her with his trained cadaver dog, a German shepherd named Blue. Over the course of summer 2010, Malia unsuccessfully searched the gated beach community where Gilbert was last seen. He made a new attempt at search on December 11th, staying close to the shoulder of the parkway, right? And he did this because apparently <clears throat> there is FBI data indicating that dumped bodies are frequently found n close to roadways, which which kind of surprised me because I kind of... Not that if I was going to dispose of a body, but if I was going to dispose of a body, would you keep it? Would you, you know, you'd, you'd, you'd obviously come off of a road and then surely you'd, maybe if it's a forest or something, you'd go in a bit. Do you know what I mean? You wouldn't just yeah. dump it so close. But obviously a lot of killers must do this because there's FBI data which says, look, it's more than likely going to be yeah. right near a road. Right, okay, yeah. yeah. So Maybe they just speed, panic. I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. true. And they, I, yeah, they just want to get in and out. Yeah. yeah. Is that an American test as well? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Might be a bit different. They're a bit more thorough. They're a yeah. bit more thorough over here. Yeah, Excuse Brits. me, boy. Yeah, <laughs> at, at least three miles from the fucking road at all times. <laughs> we, think, we think things out, don't we? <laughs> That's it. <laughs> yeah, so found close to roadways. Now, despite thick vegetation and a light layer of snow, the cadaver dog alerted to a scent which the pair tracked to a skeleton in a disintegrating burlap bag. How the fuck do these dogs do that? It's insane, isn't it? It's under vegetation, under the snow, under the ground, and it can still smell it from like the side of the road. It's absolutely yeah, insane. Nice. Um, the burlap, the burlap bag element is quite important because that's kind of a re recurring theme of how they kind of link the bodies because a lot of these bodies were found in these burlap. What's a uh, burlap? Bag? A burlap bag. Oh, right. okay. One of them proper old school like potato sack. Oh, Gunny okay. sack, it's also called apparently. There we go. Okay. Absolutely mad. So, so yeah, that that's that's what led them to the first one, and then. Um, the rest of the bodies, like I say, were about 100 metres um, from each other. So they kind of found one and then the dog was still going off. So they found another and another and another. Um, <clears throat> so in March, partial remains of Jessica Taylor were found along uh, Ocean Parkway. Eight years earlier in, 20, in 2003, the rest... No, so, so in 2011, partial remains of Jessica Taylor were found. But eight years earlier, they'd actually discovered... Her other bits. Oh God! So she was finally. Okay. Right. Every, so they were like, "Oh, this isn't a new victim. Oh, we've, a, we've found yeah. these remains before." Um, but yeah, they were once. Part of it was in Ocean Parkway. Part of it was in Manorville, New York. Um, and then police discovered three additional sets of remains: an unidentified female toddler, an unidentified Asian person, and Valerie Mack, whose partial remains, like those of Jessica Taylor, had been previously found in Manorville. Uh, in 2000, so 11 years prior. So he was he was cutting them up? Yeah, and yeah. discarding them in yeah. different places. Uh, two more bodies were found in Nassau County, an unidentified woman whose partial remains had previously been found on Fire Island in 1996. So this guy has been doing it a long time. An unidentified woman with a distinct tattoo of peaches who was last found to be... Oh, sorry, who was later found to be the mother 
of the unidentified toddler found in Suffolk. God. Yeah. This guy's still out there. Yeah, it's not been caught. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. But there's some really interesting things about this case. Like, obviously, you know, they they tried to step up um, finding this guy. And, you know, Suffolk Police put a £25,000 reward out and stuff. The FBI got involved. Um, And then, weirdly, there is... Where is it? There's a guy, right, who was working in the police department quite high up. He was arrested for conspiracy because he was blocking the progress of the case, which uh, obviously kind of made him a yeah. bit of a suspect. Because, like, why the fuck are you, are you doing that? He blocked the FBI involvement um, in the case for years, apparently. And then eventually they were like, you know, why why are you doing that? And, uh, and then they arrested him. Um, and he was sent to prison. Um, so it says, uh, on September 12, 2017, Suffolk County Prosecutor Robert Bianca Vila from the County District Attorney's Office announced that John Bitrolf, oh no, this is a different guy, this is a carpenter, um, was a suspect in at least one of them, uh, one of these murders. Um, and he was later convicted of two murders of sex workers in 1993 and 1994. However, um, due to DNA uh, genetic genealogy, genealogy uh, it it cl- uh, basically found out that he wasn't the the Long Island killer. So there have been suspects along the way. This police officer was a big one because he was blocking it and he was arrested for conspiracy. Um, but yeah, he's he's still out there and he's got between ten to sixteen um, victims, and a lot of those victims are unidentified because this guy went above and beyond to make sure that these bodies were incredibly difficult to uh, to identify, you know, r- removing fingers and things like that. So, uh, so yeah, if you're out there, turn yourself in, sir. You know Has it been any recently with him? Uh, I think the latest was 2011. There hasn't oh. been any, any new um, leads as far as I'm aware. Cool. Um, Maybe yeah. the reason why he didn't perhaps hide the bits of bodies that well as because he thought he was so good at cutting yeah. them up into yeah, small yeah. pieces or whatever and then thought that would be enough yeah. very true when did um the, the when did they start looking at the, that police uh the guy who they thought was like blocking the case or whatever it was so the fbi because if that was 2010 yeah and then it stopped <laughs> yeah. in 2011 yeah oh yeah yeah um no, that was 2015. All oh, right, okay, cool. Uh, so, 2000, December of 2015, FBI had officially joined the investigation. Uh, this announcement came one day after former police chief James Burke was uh, indicted for civil rights violations and conspiracy for blocking the FBI involvement thus far. Um, All very strange. No? Yeah, very, very yeah. much so. Very there, Dexter. There, yeah, there is actually an article from the 20th of January this year um, that I've just found. I don't know if there's any updates, though. It's just kind of going over, but it says that uh, among the theories that have circulated was that police did not call in the FBI because they had elements of their own to hide, but Harrison said that linking the Gilgo murder investigation to local police misconduct was a disservice to the investigation. I can assure you, everybody that's there... Sorry, everybody knows that there is no cover-up in this case. That's what someone who's covering up would yeah, say. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, you know. But um, but yeah. So that's kind of 
yeah, it's still going. And thus far, no leads, which is insane. Uh, right, so that's the Long, Long Island serial killer. I've got a couple of short, uh, shorter ones that are very, very dark. How are we doing for time? Should we take it to a break yeah. there, and then we'll come back, and I'll go through a couple of these. And I'm also going to go over Richard Kuklinski. Has anyone seen the Iceman film yes. with Michael Love Shannon? That, that is yeah, yeah. this film. guy, so yeah. we can discuss oh, that sick. as well. Like that. But yeah, we'll see you in a minute. Short. Amma, we're back, and I've changed my mind. <laughs> you thought the Long Island killer was over. I thought I'd go over the suspects. That's it. Just gives a little bit more insight. So I'm just going to basically, I'm going to read a little bit about each suspect, and then I want you guys to say who you think, who you think it was. Okay. Oh, wow. um, so the media has speculated about the profile of the killer, referring uh, to pol to by police as Joe C. Is uh, most likely a white male in his mid twenties to mid forties. Uh, which I don't understand how he could be in his mid-twenties if he's been doing it for 20 years, no. unless he's been killing since he was about four, <laughs> uh, who is very familiar with the South Shore uh, of Long Island and has access to them burlap sacks, uh, which he <laughs> uses to hold bodies for disposal. Um, so we've got John Bitrolf, okay? Uh, this is... Uh, so... A Suffolk County resident convicted of murdering two sex workers and suspected in the murder of a third was a suspect in at least one of the Lisk murders. Bian Kavia stated that Bitrolf was likely responsible for the deaths of other women and that there were similarities between the Gilgo Beach crime scenes and Bitrolf's known murders, for which he was convicted in May 2017 and sentenced in September. Bitrolf was arrested in 2014 after his DNA was found on two murdered women, Rita and Colleen, whose bodies were found in 1993 and 1994, respectively. Uh, Bitrolf was convicted in 2017 of these murders and in September sentenced to consecutive terms of 25 years for each murder. Um, so Bitrolf lived in Manorville, three miles from where the torsos of the Lisk victims, Jessica and Valerie, were recovered. Bitrolf was a hunter who was said to enjoy the killing of animals. He was a carpenter by trade, a kind of job that requires tools such as hacksaws and electric saws, an important consideration given the multiple corpses were found previously dismembered mm. I found another link as well what's that if you look at him yeah he looks like Mr. Potato Head <laughs> he looks which exact would be in a burlap sack exactly and it would you know I'll potato, tell you what yeah, a burlap sack it's Mr. That's out, it's, of the, yeah. that's, that's out of the it's the potato out of the it's the potato killer <laughs> and then that that brings it back to you know the burlap what's sack. your favourite potato <laughs> It's all linked. It's all linked. It's all linked. Uh, the grown daughter of Rita, who was murdered by Bitrolf, uh, was also the best friend of Melissa Bartholomew, who was one of the Gilgo Beach victims. Oh, Bartholomew's mother said that her daughter Melissa had a lot of calls to Manorville from her phone before her death. Mm. Right, we've also got Joseph Brewer, an Oak Beach resident 
who was one of the last people known to have seen Shannon Gilbert alive. He hired her as an escort from Craigslist on the night of her disappearance. Remember, she was running from a client saying he was going to kill her. Brewer said that shortly after Gilbert arrived at his residence, she began acting erratically and fled his home. Gilbert was reportedly seen running through Oak Beach, pounding on the doors of homes in Brewer's neighbourhood. Around this time, Gilbert called 911, saying they were trying to kill her. Police, however, did not find any evidence of wrongdoing, and Brewer was quickly cleared as a suspect. James Burke, former Suffolk County Police Chief James Burke, was reported to have blocked an FBI probe, as we discussed earlier. In November 2016, Burke was sentenced to 46 months in a federal prison for assault and conspiracy. Burke violently assaulted a man in custody who had stolen a duffel bag from his police vehicle. Maybe he was like... Why aren't you using burlap sacks, you fuck? And then just beat the shit out of him. The duffel bag contains sex toys, a pornographic DVD, and Viagra. Burke pleaded guilty in February 2016 to charges of a civil rights violation and conspiracy to obstruct justice. Thomas Spota, a then district attorney in Suffolk County, was convicted in December 2019 of conspiracy to cover up Burke's violent assault. It's all corrupt. Christopher McPartland, who had been Suffolk County's top anti-corruption prosecutor, was also convicted in the conspiracy. In December 2016, an attorney for Shannon Gilbert's family reported that an escort had stated that she suspected that Burke might be connected to the list cases. The escort, who identified herself as Leanne, stated that at one party she had attended in April 2011 in Oak Beach, she had seen Burke drag a woman of Asian appearance by the hair to the ground. Leanne said that when she saw Burke at a later party in August 2011, sorry, why is a police officer all these prostitutes yeah. parties? Uh, she decided to engage in sexual activity with him. She described an experience in which Burke violently yanked her head during oral sex to the point where she began to tear up. Burke was unable to reach orgasm and proceeded to throw 300 to $400 at her afterwards. At the time, she was not a professional sex worker and she states that this was the first time she was paid for sex. That's often a serial killer trait. They can't get off, so they find other means to do it. Uh. Peter Hackett. Two days after Gilbert's disappearance, Peter Hackett, on Oak Beach resident and neighbour of Joseph Brewer, phoned Shannon Gilbert's mother, Marie Gilbert. She later recounted that he said he was taking care of Gilbert and that he ran a home for wayward girls. Three days later, he called Marie Gilbert again, denying that he had any contact with her daughter and that he had called Marie Gilbert. Investigators later confirmed through phone records that Hackett had indeed called Marie twice following her daughter's disappearance. The marshy area uh, where Gilbert's remains were found was near Hackett's backyard, and her personal items and clothing were found directly behind his property in the marsh. Gilbert's family filed a wrongful death suit against Hackett in 2012, claiming that he took Gilbert into his home that morning and administered drugs, drugs to her facilitating her death. The lawsuit was dismissed because it could not be proven that Hackett had administered drugs or treatment to Gilbert. Later, police revealed that Hackett had a history of inserting himself into or exaggerating his role in certain major events. Police later ruled out that Hackett, as a suspect in the deaths of Gilbert and the Lisk victims, Hackett left Oak Beach and moved to Florida with his family not long after Gilbert's disappearance. That's quite interesting. So they essentially kind of... Um, what do they say? Ruled him out because he chats a lot of shit. 
Yeah. So you could almost like build yeah. up a persona of chat and shit, yeah, then do something and do, mental, yeah. and then they'd be like, well, he's full of shit, so he couldn't yeah. have done that. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. Bollocks. And the last one, very short one, uh, James Bissett. Two days after Shannon Gilbert's remains were found, businessman James Bissett took his own life while in his car at Matituck Park. One of Bissett's businesses was a plant nursery which has the main supplier of burlap in the region. Many of the victims' bodies were wrapped in burlap. So who do we right. think, guys? Do we think John Bitrolf, who... Um, Mr. Potato. Mr. Potato. Joseph Brewer, who was the last person to see her alive and was the, uh, the guy that she was visiting that night. The police officer, uh, or Peter Hackett... Personally, I think the police officer. You think the police me. officer? I think that... Um, obviously, there's what saying the first guy, his DNA wasn't found on the other women, but were they in those burlap cases? Um, I don't know. Cause I don't, he was, yeah, he was linked to cases in 1993 and 1994, um, but I don't think there was a link to the burlap in that one. So with all of all the victims were in were in Burla. Uh, a lot of them. Yeah, but not all of them. Not all of them. Because there is another theory that these are actually multiple killers. Yeah, that's I was gonna. That's yeah. was gonna be my theory. Is it, it? It's like yeah, multiple killers, and some have heard about it and thought, oh, yeah. You know I mean, there's this guy going around that everyone thinks. Yeah, like, if you put oh, it in a Burla. Yeah, I'll do it, and especially after yeah, one in a Burla. I'll put it in a fucking Burla. Yeah, stack, that's and then true. It's like, they'll they'll be looking for this guy when actually. It could two. be multiple. Yeah. yeah, I think multiple. Because there, there is, I'll, I'll talk about another serial killer in a minute. Um, and he is, it, he could be responsible for some of these. Okay, um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, so that's that's another theory that it's, that it's multiple and that these are just being crossed. Um, but at the very least, I think you have two serial killers because I think you've got to kill more than two people in succession yeah. to be a serial killer. Yeah. There's got to be at least, if, if there is multiple, you know, uh, there's got to be at least two or three. Because um, that other guy as well, so obviously he's, he's spending the rest of his life in prison anyway, isn't he? Two, so, two stretches of 25, yeah. Yeah, so uh, maybe, yeah, maybe he, he gets out when he's old or old, but you think if it was him, given what these serial killers are like, they usually... They usually like to tell people yeah. in the end, don't they? Yeah. I would. Yeah. I'd want like the biggest fucking, if I was a serial killer. Cane. Yeah, for sure. Like, so I th- I agree. I don't see why you'd go down for two and then just keep quiet about the yeah, rest. Yeah, you think he would. So yeah, pr- like, but again, he, he did kill two women. So like killing two compared to 10 is. Yeah. Up a burlaxe that company, can I? Yeah. Like the other guy did, didn't he? The last guy. Yeah. Yeah, and he was like, shit, I think the burlaps. I think he just yeah it was it's a just smoking gun. Unhappy that everyone keep using these burlap sacks. Maybe he yeah. was just making loads of money selling them to all the murderers. Yeah, and he was like, and then as soon as they got a bad rap, it's like the stocks are going through the floor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They don't even race them at fucking uh, school cool. school anymore. <laughs> 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 yeah. I, I think James race. Burke's very sus, the police officer. Yeah, very, yeah, yeah, very weird, weird background. He's a police officer, so we'd know how they're investigated. He blocked the FBI for years getting involved in the case. Maybe and he, he was done maybe, for corruption. Yeah, or, or maybe uh, he yeah. knows yeah. who did it, or maybe he's paid off. Or maybe he did one, or maybe, yeah. there's something there, isn't there? For yeah, sure. for sure. But yeah, that that is uh, the Long Island killer, right? Let's go through uh, a couple of these. Let's th- oh, the, I mean, the thing is, like, 
I, I do obviously I, I, I enjoy this type of content because it's literally what I base my career around now but I, I, I'm, I'm sort of I'd like to pick something right now that like you know make us laugh or whatever I've got nothing I've got nothing these are all I mean let's let's do this one it's quite right? niche isn't it let's finding, finding people no, yeah, quite yeah. Humor <laughs> funny serial killers yeah it's just not there <laughs> fucking oh it was a joker this is yeah John Wayne Gacy dressed up as a clown, but he's fucking hilarious. Oh dear! Right, this this is great act. This one is uh, which one is it? Not ten that out one. Ten. This guy, fucking hell. Okay, let's on, just get dark. That's it, right? So on March twenty fifth, nineteen ninety, Julio Gonzalez went to see his ex girlfriend Lydia Feliciano at the Happy Land Club in the Bronx, where she worked as a coat check girl. The club had previously been shut down for code violations. Lydia had recently broken up with Gonzalez, and when he arrived, he had been drinking. Predictably, the brief meeting turned into an argument before bouncers tossed him out of the club. What happened next was not so predictable. Having vowed to Lydia that tomorrow you're not going to work here anymore, I told you and I swear it, Gonzalez went and purchased gasoline in a jug and brought it back to Happy Land, oh, no. doused the place, including the stairs, lit it and left. The venue had sealed all the exits except for the main entrance in order to prevent people entering for free. Oh, my God. Fucking hell. 87 people burned to death in the Happy oh, Land Club. My God. Lydia, presumably the main object of Gonzalez's rage did not succumb to the fire, but was actually the first to notice it and left. She claims that she had warned others, but no one heard her. She exa So exhausted was he from burning 87 people alive that Gonzalez went straight home and went to sleep. Police found him still asleep the next afternoon. He was sentenced to 25 years to life and died of a heart attack whilst in prison in 2016. So yeah, this guy, pissed off at his ex-girlfriend, goes to burn her work down. Don't know why everyone had to still be inside. Just wait till it closes, or just don't burn a building down. Yeah. And uh, and yeah, eighty-seven people died. And that's a lot of people. That's isn't a it? fucking that's, lot of people. That's loads. Yeah. He's done like a serial killer's job in like one fucking one, one night. Yeah. But as as fucking. what as horrendous as that is, like fucking stupid. Just the club owners. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah. For blocking all the blocking exits. all the fire exits, yeah. which you legally have to be open. Like that's. That's the reason. I mean, yeah, that's awful. It's awful. Yeah, but a hundred percent, like fucking any club owners out there blocking exits, like take note. Yeah, don't, don't, because that is fucking horrendous. And he obviously he set fire to the stairs leading out as well, which is so there's just no escape. But yeah, that one was absolutely horrendous. Yeah, I never heard of that. Yeah, and it's called Happy Land. Yeah, it's grim in it on so many levels. It's just so grim. Where was that? Uh, the Bronx. Fucking hell. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, they must have sealed off the fucking exits really well. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, because they couldn't even like smash them. Smash through, it you know? down. Yeah. I, mean, I don't think like how ex uh, far exits are now, but they don't look that easy to get into. No. Well, yeah. Most from far, the outside. Most far exits are blank. Isn't yeah. They? yeah. On the outside, and yeah. it's just a bar on the inside. So, um, kind of just stopping no one getting in anyway because yeah. they wouldn't be mm. able to get well I'm going by what they look like now they yeah. might look like when yeah, was it 1990 it might have been it's just a like a door time. yeah fucking hell might, like I said yeah. a lot of it might have been like smoke imagine yeah, like yeah, a yeah. 
Yeah. It, the people might not have realised and then it got very smoky in there. And mm. Yeah. Yeah. It might have been quite... Uh, yeah. Hopefully, yeah. 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 I imagine it wasn't yeah. like, you know, people burning alive. They was probably already gone with the smoke. Yeah. Hopefully. hopefully. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Not hopefully, but hopefully. <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, it's a difficult one. Yeah. But yeah, so that's the happy land killings. Jesus. Horrendous. Never going clubbing again. That's it. Oh dear. Uh, right, so let's go from happy to happier. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> described just... by some completely oblivious individuals as a devoted mother, New York resident Mary Beth Tinning, the lady on the thumbnail, is suspected of being a serial child oh. murderer. Oh, you Sorry, Dan. Oh, Unlike oh. many other cases of child murderer, murder, all these children were her own. Were they? From 1975 to 1985, Tinning gave birth to or adopted a total of... No, that's where I got confused, sorry. Oh, yeah, she yeah, adopted yeah. them, yeah. Yeah, so gave birth to or adopted oh, a total of nine babies, boys and girls. None of these children live past their fifth birthday. Most died within a few months of being born. Tinning was a regular in Schnenectady Hospital trauma centers where she would bring her dying offspring in a panic saying they weren't breathing. Hospitals consistently declared the cause of death as being sudden infant death syndrome, SIDS. But no one ever thought that nine dead children from SIDS in one family was a statistical impossibility. Tenning's ultimate motivation for these murders, according to investigators, was to garner sympathy and attention. They believed that after each baby's death, Tinning got a kind of emotional high from the attention she received. Tinning's third child, Jennifer, died naturally of meningitis just a few days after her birth. This was the first of the Tinning children to die. It seems that the response to Jennifer's death sparked something dark in her mother. So the first was a legitimate well, yeah, death. Yeah. And she got all of this, like, uh, sympathy and she kind of got off on it Tinning was finally investigated after a call to the police from the hospital where she took her ninth child three month old Tammy Lynn after she claimed she found Tammy unconscious in her crib with blood coming out of her mouth. Once arrested Tinning admitted to the murder and confessed that she'd also been slowly poisoning her husband Despite ample circumstantial evidence in the form of eight dead children, Tinning was only charged with the death of Tammy Lynn. She was found guilty and remains in prison where she has been denied parole four times because she continues to demonstrate no insight into her crime. Someone just kill her in, the, in there. Someone just fucking... Ben, get a picture up for Dan. No, I can't even look at her. I, can't, I just disgust yeah. me. Yeah, it's, it's, it's fucking... Yeah, it's fucking to dark. adopt the children as yeah, well. Yeah, that's, that's like it's shit. shit. It's you a shit fucking thing. You can tell to she's adopt a piece of them shit. and then okay. fucking just kill them. Yeah, look yeah. at her face. You can tell. Like, hopefully, she just dies very soon. You yeah. Absolute piece of shit. Yeah, it's fucking. It, it's it's a grim one. But I just can't. Like, how do you get to number nine and then they're like, hmm, yeah, yeah that's, that's odd. fucking weird. That's a strange one. It's I'd like, love to fucking fright punch that cunt. <laughs> it's fucking mad, isn't it? It is fucking mad. But there's a lot of, there's a lot of um, 
things like that where like something traumatic will happen and then it'll trigger something, trigger something. like had what happened with des nilson obviously he was molested yeah. by his grandfather but he then saw him in an open coffin and then he connected yeah the sex and and the death and and it all kind of yeah, yeah. something amalgamated yeah, something very weird there's another one a case that i want to do soon on my channel this guy he went on to kill loads of and molest loads of young boys he was a boy scout leader uh not to stereotype but um he basically was walking down the street one day and there was a car crash and this young lad about 12 13 years old was like dying on the street like bleeding out because of this accident he had the guy had nothing to do with it and he saw the body and he was like in that moment i realized that i was attracted to boys and like he it, it just in that moment it just like his mind just went to he's about 22 at the time and uh and, and from there he his whole mo was recreating that moment that i think up. some of them it's as well horrendous because there's lots of people you see lots of really bad shit yeah and they just they just crack on with not in like yeah you, you know you get some ptsd and stuff or whatever but do like, you reckon it's like the x factor you know they all they have to have like a little story yeah i think some of them yeah i think yeah. like don't, you're just a yeah. fucking horrible cunt yeah like don't try and like justify because i always think you know there's there's lots of people who go through stuff and it's like they they they're okay they go through yeah. like, they don't turn out to be horrible. people always do that people like to like figure out why but sometimes it's like yeah. It doesn't matter what you've yeah. done it. So yeah. we don't really care. I'm not even going to give you the time. Yeah, don't day. give Why? them an excuse. Yeah, yeah. Don't always give them an excuse. Yeah. Sometimes they're just pieces. Yeah, it's shit. like, yeah, because yeah. you know, I was tying my shoelaces one day and then I thought I'd murder fucking 15 people. They were all wearing Velcro. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyone who wears Velcro, I like to fucking straw them up and fucking. The Velcro, <laughs> the Velcro killer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> fucking hell. Anyone? No, no, it's got Velcro. It's all right. No, we're all good. We're all yeah. good. But yeah, I, I do all agree. It's a lot of shit. And, and also, you know, like I was saying earlier about, you know, if I was a serial killer, I'd want to, you know, you, you, I'd imagine these guys go for like, you know, the, the infamy and, you know, like to be remembered and all that sort of stuff. And a, and a good origin story kind of yeah, yeah, helps that yeah, narrative, yeah, 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 doesn't it? Yeah. You know? It goes with the whole, yeah, it's like they... The branding. Yeah, the brand, yeah it's like they yeah. need something. Yeah. yeah. You don't yeah. Ma- you don't get many of them just go, there's an odd one, but they don't get many of them just go, yeah, Normal, yeah. Everything was absolutely fine. Yeah, I just like, thought, what's it like normal, to kill someone? Yeah, normal childhood. Everything was normal. They're always like, they've yeah, always got mom, something to blame it on. My mum didn't hug me, something like that. Yeah, yeah, nah, for sure. Hugs. But yeah, they're very damaged. People. Maybe we should all create our own backstories one day. Yeah, yeah. our own villain origin. <laughs> got Mega Blocks yeah. instead of Lego one year, and <laughs> just fucking went absolutely on a rampage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Said I didn't want to play those mega blocks. <laughs> <laughs> I mean that that is that's a good reason. Oh, it would drive yeah. me to do some fucking fucked up shit. Right. So <laughs> thanks, mum, for you, getting me. Lego. You got me mega block. <laughs> you you, you must hate me. That's it. And then uh, you just go. And next thing you know, you're outside torturing animals yeah. <laughs> with sake. bricks. <laughs> yeah, with, yeah. The, with the mega blocks, yeah. marsh. Uh, Killed him with a brick. And then this I'd is a proper mega block. Built a brick building. Put him in it, bricked it up, <laughs> and then threw bricks at the building. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. 
Uh, we'll extinguish this laughter and talk about another case. <laughs> no, oh, yeah. um, Richard Angelo should have been one of the good ones. An EMT at Good Samaritan Hospital in Long Island, New York. Angelo had been an Eagle Scout and a volunteer fireman. He's just, he's a good guy, yeah. right? So why is he on a fucking serial killer list? His background appeared to show a man who cared deeply about others. This was not the case. Feeling unappreciated in his job as a nurse, Angelo began inducing emergencies at the Good, at the good Samaritan. He would inject patients with paralytic agents, Pervulon and Anectin, so that he could be the one that would save them. Oh this guy God. is literally that fucking dude out of The Incredibles. Yeah. What's his name? Sinestro, not Sinestro. I What's the fucking guy? He like comes in and he fucking smashes up with his uh, robots yeah, and then yeah, he comes yeah, over and yeah, he flicks yeah, a no, button. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the ginger guy. Syndrome. Gun. Syndrome. He's literally, he's fucking syndrome. Anyway, so he could be the one that says, initially, this strategy worked and Angelo received the praise he sought from his co-workers and the patients he had saved. However... 25 of the 37 patients Angelo tried this on did not survive the experience. What's more, people began to notice a pattern of emergencies during Angelo's shift, causing the staff to become suspicious. This all came to a head when one patient, seeing that Angelo was injecting him with something, managed to hit the call button, notifying the nursing staff to his plight. The contents Angelo was attempting to administer were analysed and he was found and was found later. Oh, sorry, and he was found out. I do apologise. Later, police discovered these same paralysing agents in Angelo's home. When interviewed by authorities regarding the murders, Angelo claimed he did it because he suffered from low self-esteem. I wanted to create a situation where I would cause the patient to have some respiratory distress or some problem and through my intervention or suggested intervention or whatever come out looking like I knew what I was doing. I had no confidence in myself. I felt very inadequate. Angelo was sentenced to 61 years in prison and he remains there today. Just fucking dose him up with like four of those doses. Yeah. <laughs> just let him yeah, go. It's amazing yeah. that he felt like he wasn't adequate or like he wasn't being praised for the job. Then it turns out he was dog shit at the job. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And Even get a to hobby. the point where he's planning to make someone ill. Yeah. And still he's can't. there yeah. ready to take action. <laughs> yeah. And, he's still and he still fucks yeah. it. And, and he's still fucking, yeah, 25. Yeah, 25 still yeah. died. So he saved 12. You got low self Saved. He didn't save anyone. You're a piece of shit. Yeah. Isn't it? Yeah. Fucking get a hobby. Don't, don't feel good about Make myself. Make a train set. Probably the 25 people you've murdered, you cunt. Yeah, it? and their family that yeah. died for your fucking ego. For, you, for, oh, for literally a little what game. What Oh, oh, man. Mate, he did, oh, Richard like, Angelo. There he oh, is. Oh, you absolute. Look at him. <sighs> if you're doing nice things just for the praise, you are not a yeah. nice person. 100%. No. You're just 100%. a fucking beg. If you do in if you do things to it's the problem with back. fucking a lot of the world nowadays. Yeah, yeah. People, oh, yeah. I don't give a shit if you're doing something nice because if you're doing it for the praise, it doesn't matter yeah. that you're doing it. Hundred percent. Just do it to be a fucking good human. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, most definitely. Don't be religious to get into heaven. Just be fucking good and don't worry where you're going. Yeah. Because if you're a good person, ah, oh, off the dome. Look at that. Uh, but yeah, is low self-esteem kill fucking twenty-five people. Yeah, I mean, poor people. Poor, like, what a, what a horrible way to go. Like, yeah, because someone's got self-esteem someone, issues. Yeah, some fucking 
Just be nice. He's warmed me up, he has. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's because there's loads of people like him. That's why. Yeah. Not Obviously not to that extreme, not but that just... Extreme. Yeah. yeah. How does that even cross your mind, though? It's like, oh, I've got a sel- low self-esteem. Oh, no, I'll do. Yeah. I'll put fucking 25-plus people on the deathbed. Yeah. Fucking and after idiot, the first man. one, and when the person died, I mean, yeah, you'd be like this one. Okay. Yeah, probably yeah. did do too much with self-esteem. And you should probably thought, oh, maybe I need something else. Yeah, if I save two more people, then I, re- I, I get yeah, redemption. Yeah, from yeah, yeah, you know when you're in the casino and you, you yeah, know, oh, yeah, chase. He was like, fuck. Yeah, if I save twenty, that'll make up for the twelve. Shit, I lost another ten. Next thing you know, you're twenty-five down. Yeah, fucking not grand. Human no, lives. Human <laughs> lives. <laughs> Priceless human lives. Fucking hell. Jesus oh dear. Christ. Let's let's have a quick chat about the guy that might have something to do with the Long Island killings. It's called Joel Rifkin, because how he was caught is quite something. Uh, another serial killer who preyed solely on women, Joel Rifkin, is responsible for the murder and dismemberment of 17 women he claimed were prostitutes. He was the most prolific serial killer in New York's 20th century. Rifkin came from a fairly normal background. Articles on his life indicate that he was teased heavily in school, where he performed poorly due to learning disabilities. Around this time, he began having fantasies of killing women. Natural leap, that. (laughs) Later, once out of school, he was unable to hold down a job. At some point... He began soliciting prostitutes while developing a fascination with serial killers who murdered prostitutes, even going so far as to collect newspaper clippings on the topic. Can I just interject here? This isn't funny, but... Um, no, sorry, I need to compose myself. <laughs> you look like you're start laughing. <laughs> no, just imagine... Sorry, this isn't funny. Just imagine <laughs> being... Sorry, I need to stop smiling. Imagine being... <laughs> sorry. I don't know what. No. <laughs> Hang on. No, no, just imagine being a prostitute, yeah? You go to a guy's house and there's fucking newspaper clippings of spe- specific... <laughs> it's not funny. Specifically serial killers yeah. that kill prostitutes. The, the wor- there's a red the, flag. The worrying thing for me is how funny <laughs> Jordan finds this. No, I don't. It's just... And he's I'm, like, I've got, I think Jordan's just like... You know, I've got them around my room. You're like, for fuck's um, sake. Uh, they yeah. just walk in and they're like, oh, well, I, well I'm dead. Yeah. Yeah. Can you imagine <laughs> the pure <laughs> sense That's what, of fear? I get it, I get it, I get it, Jordan. The demise. Yeah. I get it, yeah. It's just that moment of walk, the realisation of, yeah, oh, shit. Yeah. Not today. The truth has come out. Nah. Oh. When, when Lizzie gets around to pick Jordan up and he's just got, <laughs> <laughs> got clipping his all up. And Jordan's just there laughing his head off. <laughs> Bollocks, oh, man. Fucking done here, that's <laughs> no. Oh, my God. I'd like to say I had a good run, but I didn't. That's nah. no disrespect to the victims or anything. It's just the... C- the the idea in my head just yeah. made me laugh. Um, <laughs> it's not. It's not. That, that sounds even worse. Uh, no, but he's collecting. Do you know what I mean? He's collecting newspaper clippings of literally not just serial killers or prostitutes. Serial killers that kill yeah. prostitutes. Yeah. Like fucking hell. He might as well just have written on his front door like yeah. prostitute murder house. Like oh dear. Um, right. So he's done that. 
And uh, in, in 1989 and 1990, Rifkin murdered two women whose bodies he then dismembered and threw in the Manhattan East River. Their remains were never discovered. In 1990, how do you know that? Oh, you must have told him. Because if they're never discovered, how do you know he did that? In 1991, Rifkin began killing more frequently. Over the next two years, he killed 15 women, usually disposing of their bodies in a container of some kind, which he would then threw into a body of water. Rifkin was finally caught, here we go, during a routine traffic stop when officers attempted to pull him over for not displaying any tags. Rifkin didn't stop, and when he missed a turn and wrecked his car, officers discovered that he was towing the body of his latest victim. Rifkin was convicted of nine counts of second-degree murder in 1994. His first chance for parole... It's 2,194. Oh. 21.94. He's oh. never getting out. But, um, yeah, imagine that. Like, obviously, I know he killed a lot of people, but I'm pretty sure he was driving his car a lot more when there wasn't a body being towed. Mm. But the one oh, time yeah. he's towing a body... Do you say towed? Towed. Like, so they, like, tied tied the body to the back of the car? It, or it, in it the must boot. be in like well yeah he was towing it so it must be in like one of them little trailer tow things oh uh, I thought you meant he was just literally just towing it and it was like so, across a, the road it's on a rope just tied to the back <laughs> yes. of the and the car. police are like well that's, uh, that should, looks a bit strange yeah, this should never have been as humorous as it was I got a trailer today that's Rifkin <laughs> that's Rifkin and it basically Jimmy's some of the his. dismembered oh, bodies in there he's been linked to but yeah dear oh dear so that's... saw him cutting up newspapers earlier on <laughs> fuck's sake Jordan was creasing it's <laughs> <laughs> just something about newspaper clippings uh, just does me in anyway oh dear right we're gonna do one last one to, to finish to, to see us out and uh, I think it's one that we're familiar with uh, it's Richard Kuklinski The Iceman have you seen the movie yeah. great film it's actually a great film fucking yeah. incredible film um, is it recent Michael no. Shannon 2012 I think 12 yeah, yeah. very good film so basically, this guy was well, like a hitman for yeah. the mob, really, yeah, weren't he? Yeah, yeah, but yeah. his methods to give him his due were pretty fucking clever. So what he would basically do is anyone that he killed, he would freeze them in like a big freezer um, and then get the bodies out six months, a year, two years later, dispose of the body, cut up the bodies and dispose of the bodies then. But because he'd frozen them the time of death would be wrong. Ah, so like he's killed him three years ago. Yeah. It thaws out. They find the body. It's like, oh, this body's died in the last six months, but it hasn't. Yeah, so then yeah. he's fucking well away because he's got a, he's got a alibi for six months ago, three yeah. years ago when he was actually yeah, killing. Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty fucking genius. But this guy was a fucking psycho. Yeah. Like he, he, he'd kill people just because they made him feel bad about something. Like he was a fucking lunatic. But um, Didn't kill any women or kids though, did no, he? No, so. he's a family man. Yeah, like, he's yeah, a yeah, family man. Yeah, yeah, he was very much so... Hang on a minute, you're a family man, Dan, aren't you? Is that <laughs> as bad as it sounds, like I don't mind them so much. I'm like, this do you fucking... Do you know what I mean? Like, if you get like when they start killing kids, I mean, I just like, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. Like, I'm like, you're done. Yeah, you yeah there is a there shit. is there is a line, isn't there? Oh, especially for the mob, I'm like, oh, and if they you know. pissed him off, yeah, yeah. You know? <laughs> like I say, you shouldn't have annoyed him, should they? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, don't be lippy to an ice murderer. <laughs> yeah, called the Ice Man. He was a, he was a lump as well, weren't he? Yeah, he's huge. Yeah, yeah. He's really he's tall. fucking like six six. Look at him. Oh, mate. Boom. He even looks evil. Yeah. But yeah, so Richard Kuklinski, 
uh, suffered a rough upbringing and committed his first murder as a teenager. He eventually found a living as a hitman for the Genovese, Gambino and Di Cavalcante crime families, becoming known as the Iceman, for his method of freezing victims to obscure their time of death. Following his incarceration in 1988, Kuklinski freely shared his experiences with interviewers and was featured in multiple documentaries and, of course, a movie. Early life and crimes. Richard Kuklinski was born 1935 in Jersey City, New Jersey, the second of four children of Irish and Polish immigrants. His mother, Anna, was a devout Catholic and his father, Stanley, uh, worked on the railroad and was a violent alcoholic who beat him regularly. Another son, Florian, reportedly died from such brutal punishment. So it was very hostile uh, growing up. Uh, Now, I ain't got much time for this. Kuklinski said that he began killing cats as a child and graduated to his like first him. murder as a mm. teenager, beaten yeah, to I've death. Him. That's that's it. It. Uh, he's fucked up. Yeah, yeah as, quick, as quick as yeah, that. Yeah, uh, didn't put it. that in the film, did they? No, they no. didn't. Uh, beaten to death a local bully uh, as a teenager. Yeah. and then, so he, he, I thought he was going to say beaten to death a cat then. Oh, like, yeah. Local no. bully. <laughs> and then disposing of the body by removing identifying markers. He later told the prison interviewer that his that this experience made him feel empowered. Kuklinski, who dropped out of school in the eighth grade, soon showed little hesitation for killing anyone who angered him. From loudmouths who reminded him of his father to adversaries at the pool table. And sometimes Jesus. did so for seemingly no reason at all. The west side of New York City became a testing ground for owning his talents. The police thought that bums were killing each other. A family man. While working on New Jersey loading dock, Kuklinski met his future wife, Barbara, a recent high school graduate who was employed as a secretary. She discovered that he was already married with two boys, but he was romantic and persistent. I don't remember that part of the film. When she eventually expressed doubts about marriage, he pierced her back with a hunting knife and told her... I don't remember any of this from the movie. That, that's see, in my head in the movie. Like it's again, nice... it, it romanticizes yeah. these fucking actual evil cunts. He's killing cats. Yeah. He's fuck, like it, but in, in in that, it's like he's only killing gangsters. He's quite in the film, as I recall, is. And he already had. A, he wasn't. Yeah, that moment in the film, you're just like, uh, no, I don't know. You have to explain it, but he, he seemed like a character that you would, yeah. you went along with. Yeah, it's weird. It's, yeah. It's, in a weird way, he was likeable. So he pierced her back with a hunting knife and told her that he couldn't live without her, she later said. Psycho. They married Makes in 1961, sense. had three children together, and enjoyed a seemingly nondescript life in suburban New Jersey, where Kuklinski held backyard barbecues, served as an usher at mass, and organised trips to Disney World. Yeah, Meanwhile, okay. his temper flared behind scenes, with Barbara often enduring the brunt of his wrath. The Iceman finds his niche. Kuklinski criminal activities include robbery, hijackings, and selling pornographic films, but murder was his forte. He earned mafia respect at age 18 by efficiently and unquestioningly killing a random man selected for him on the sidewalk. That bit's in the film, isn't it? Ah, uh, yeah. It's in the car, yeah. and they're like, go and shoot. They get him to go tip him, because he's a homeless man on the thing, isn't he? Yeah. Tip, like, give him some money, and then go back over there and shoot him and take it's the money. It's fucked up that they do that, isn't it? Yeah, yes, just to prove yeah. yourself. Um, known for thoroughly disposing of his victims, removing their teeth and fingers or dumping them off bridges in rivers or down mine shafts. He also worked for Newark's Develcante, Crime Family and the Gambinos. 
uh, towering six foot five and weighing an eventual 300 pounds, Kuklinski had an imposing and fearsome bearing. His resume for killing included guns, ice picks, hand grenades, crossbows and chainsaws. But his favourite method of murder, he'd later proudly confess, was a nasal spray bottle filled with cyanide. Kuklinski learned many of these tactics from fellow hitman Robert Prong, uh, who's played by Chris Evans, I think, known as Mr. Softy, yeah, the ice cream man, because he drove an ice cream truck as his cover. Kuklinski earned the moniker the Iceman for freezing many of his victims to obfuscate their time of death. That's a new word, obfuscate. Pro- prison fame. Following an undercover investigation, Kuklinski was arrested in 1986 on multiple charges of murder, robbery, and illegal weapons violations. He was sentenced to two life terms in 1988 with another 30 years tacked on after his later confessions to another killing. From behind bars, Kuklinski, Kuklinski relished the opportunity to brag about his criminal activities. He granted interviews with writers, psychiatrists, and criminologists offering differing accounts on how many people he'd killed. A tally ranging from at least 100 to more than 200. He also first denied and later claimed credit for the disappearance and death of Teamston boss Jimmy Hoffa. His confessions become the subject of multiple books and three documentaries and a film. Death, Kuklinski died at St. Francis Hospital in Trenton, New Jersey in 2006. He had been suffering from a rare inflammation of blood vessels and told family members that he had been poisoned. So that hopefully is the Iceman. The cat killer, yeah, the yeah. Cat, the ice the ice cream man cat killer, but yeah, it's just interesting. Like what a, what a, what a smart concept to freeze the body straight away, preserve and then thaw and then dispose. Yeah, completely throws off the police. Yeah, I'm very sh- like um, technical, isn't it? It's like, it's, yeah, I see like something. Yeah, it's like it's. It's like mafia. It's like yeah. he's thought about it, and and he's thought about scaling it up. Yeah, like got his freezers and shit for yeah. for his bodies. What yeah. are you What are you buying uh, industrial freezers for? For you, it's no reason. No yeah, reason. Yeah, hundred. I mean, he must have had multiple people in freezers. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, at a time. All the time. Yeah. Yeah, and then he'd get them out, thaw them out, cut. Oh no, I think he'd cut them up when oh. they were still frozen, because then there was no mm. blood spatter either. Yeah. Uh, okay. But yeah, just gave my fridge away on the gum tree. Oh, just kept it. The gum big ones. Gum tree oh. killer gave it away. Yeah. Sounds oh. <laughs> <laughs> old, right? That stuck on a car boot. <laughs> Needed a fridge. <laughs> it's, a fr- it's a freezer. Yeah. <laughs> new freezer. Not full of cut up bodies. Yeah, I've got a cat. Yeah, he's already got one. Then. Oh. No, I didn't need a freezer. <laughs> Fuck's sake. But yeah, that is. The Iceman Kuklinski killer. That is the final serial killer of the day for today. That's enough death and destruction, even for me. And these all these reason. all New York. All of these are in New York. Fucking hell! And these were cherry picked. There are fucking hundreds of them. Yeah, New not, York is a might never go back to New dangerous York. place. A very dangerous place. But I had a good time when I was there. Don't know if Glad I'll go to back. Be home. <laughs> yeah. Glad to be home and safe. Yeah, yeah, but um, but no, it was cool, and uh, yeah, this has been Killers of New York, guys. I hope you've enjoyed. It's been, I know, it's been, I apologize, it's been a bit reedy, do you know what I mean? But sometimes there's only I, I don't know how I could really do this without, no, yeah, do you yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, Some, sometimes yeah. we yeah. 
we need to we need to, the info to bring the uh, the overload of knowledge uh, knowledge info but yeah so thank you very much for tuning in guys let us know down below what you think uh, any killers that you want us to cover in the future for a future killer episode something like that that would be awesome uh we've got the atma shirts uh the purple and the orange they're now available go down below click the link uh get those and we will see you in a couple of days for the midweek so up the atma and we'll see you soon bye 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 bye